Hey everybody, Noah and Stu here for D3 Glory Days. We're back with another Athletes of the Week episode before Stu comes on to introduce this week's candidates. I'm here to tell you about ways to support this podcast. You can find it all down in the show notes. You've heard it before, but the easiest thing you can do is leave a rating or review wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can share it with a friend. You can share it with your parents. You can share it with a coach. Getting the word out helps us tremendously. If you have some time, check out www.d3glorydays.com for some long form content we have up on the website as cross country season creeps along. You can also find us on social media, Twitter and Instagram. We're on there. If you'd like to support this podcast financially, which is our main way of supporting this operation, you can check the show notes for links to our Patreon or Venmo. You can think of that as our internet tip jar. That's all for me. Now over to Stu. Yeah, today's D3 Glory Days Runner of the Weeks goes to James Settles from Colorado College and Olivia Pisicano from RPI. James won his race this past weekend up at altitude against some good D2 competition. To give you some insight into where the race ranks for him, it was faster by five seconds, and it was also the full 8K distance compared to last year where he ran Obviously, five seconds slower, but also shorter than 8K. We've seen a big jump from him last year when he finished fourth in the 5K, and we're getting excited to see what he can do the rest of the way. He also wants to bring his team along with him as they hope to qualify for nationals. A breakout star may be among us with Olivia Pisicano from RPI. Last track season, she got her 5K PR down to 17.33. She was on the RPI team that was at Nationals last year. However, she wasn't a top runner for them. Now she enters a new season with a full base under her after recovering from a slew of injuries, and she feels really good. She's leading the team right now. Had a great first race, finishing second, just behind an RPI All-American alum who is having a great post-collegiate career as well so look for olivia this season at some of the bigger races as she starts to help rpi get back to the national meet thanks to james and olivia for sitting down with us this week and congratulations on great performances last weekend we'll step back and bring you their interviews now here's to the glory days All right, welcome back to D3 Glory Days. Another week, another D3 Glory Days Runner of the Week Award. Today, we're joined by Colorado College's James Settles. James, welcome to D3 Glory Days. Hi, how's, how's it going? Hey, doing great. We're excited to speak with you and learn more about you. You know, before we jump into what you did in track, where you were fourth in the 5K, we got to talk about current cross country. You're up at altitude, ran. In Denver, it looked like against some D1 and D2 competition. Take us through what it's like running an 8K, though, up at altitude. You know, it's it's pretty similar to low altitude, except it's not. Uh, I guess you don't get the payoff of, like, seeing, you know, a really fast time or anything. So there's kind of, like, a delayed gratification that we get on the team where we kind of have to wait till we go to, like, Augustana, which is our first low altitude meet, to actually see those, like, really fast times come in. So yeah it it's a little sometimes it's a little uh it's a little frustrating you just like want to see those low numbers you know right at the start of the season 
but you know, we gotta, we gotta be patient. Are you from sea level? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually from Claremont, California. So about yeah. as sea level as it gets. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. You've been at Colorado college for a few years, obviously, but let's say, let's say I'm a freshman on the team. How are you talking about altitude to me? What advice are you giving to, to freshmen when they join the team from sea level? Yeah, I, I guess most of the advice we give them is like, you know, there, there's obviously nutrition advice. And then there's like, you know, I, I always tell the story of my freshman year where I like my first two weeks running at altitude, like I thought something was wrong with me. Like, I, I don't know, I, I could barely, uh, I could barely run like five miles or something like it hit me super hard. So, you know, I tell them like not to worry about it. It takes a while to, uh, to get acclimated and stuff like that. So that's usually what I hit them with. Yeah, early in this season like this, and you're you know running AKs up at altitude. I'm, you know, it sounds like you are used to it and everything like that. But how do you kind of keep yourself motivated and not, like you said earlier, not get pissed when you don't see those flashy times like you see across the rest of the nation? Yeah, I mean, I think a big part of it is just looking at how the team did last year because um, we race pretty much the exact same same races every year. So being able to look at my times from last year. I mean, we raced, the course was, I think, a 7.8K or maybe a little shorter last year for this this meet um, last weekend, um, last year. And now it's a full course this year, and I end up running five seconds faster with the conversion from short course. So being able to look at, like, previous year's performances, I think has been really great for our team because, you know, we have so many guys who are improving so much year over year that... Yeah, I guess looking at looking at the past times really helps. You were 60th place at Cross Nationals last year, but you're coming off a really strong fourth place performance outdoors in the 5K. We probably should have interviewed you after that, but kind of talk about what that race did for your confidence and then how that's kind of bled into your summer and preparing for this cross country season. I don't think I ever expected to to do as well as I did. Um at nationals last year. So it was a huge, it was a huge confidence booster. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I didn't really expect it to happen, but I, I feel like with my coach Alex's training, really anything is possible. Like so many guys on the team have improved by just astronomical levels. Like we, we have guys on the team who are running, you know, sub 15 in the 5k who didn't, you know, crack 19 when they were in high school. So yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like we're all improving so much as a team. And yeah, we just think anything's possible. Before that national meet, I think you may have ran like the quietest 1408 because you did it at some meet like late night on in like what's like Portland, I think, or something like that. It was it was the it was the oxy race that a ton of other guys raced really well at. So I I raced well at that at that meet, but then other guys raced like phenomenally. And so, yeah, and like with the season two, where like multiple people are under you know fourteen minutes in the five k, like fourteen oh eight now, which is like run the mill, and it's like oh man, like he kind of came out of nowhere. Have you kind of comprehended like that jump that you made? Because before that, you know, you run fourteen twenty three. That's a, I mean, that's a big jump in of itself for fifteen seconds. But you know, prior there, you weren't you know close to that. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the season before that too, I I ran like fourteen forty five or something like that. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it making like everybody on the team has been making improvements like this. And 
it's sometimes a little surreal to see those numbers when they happen um, and to be like, you know, I just did that. Um, Cause I mean, I'm, I'm running times right now that I like are far and away uh, what I thought at least in high school would be like impossible for me to run. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a strange feeling, but you know, it's good. It's a good feeling. Yeah, you've mentioned a couple of times that you've had performances and putting up numbers that you didn't believe was possible. And it sounds like you haven't totally like reconciled finishing fourth and in the 5K last year. So, you know, how do you change that expectation of yourself? How do you change your self-image? How do you how do you start identifying as one of the best runners in the country when that's a level that maybe you hadn't expected to achieve when it started? Well, I think, you know, honestly. I think what has actually helped me a bit is, is talking, being able to talk to some of the guys at nationals after the race. And like this summer, I, I got to run with a ton of the Pomona guys. And these are guys who, you know, I've, I've, you know, stalked on tiffers and stuff like that, who put up these ridiculous times. And I think they must be just like, you know, gods amongst men. And then when I finally get to know them and talk to them, I'm like, okay, you know, like these are just like normal, cool guys. So I think that aspect of it, just like, you know, meeting other people who are doing really great things in D3 has made it seem more, I guess, real to me, like more of an approachable situation to be in. You mentioned your coach, Coach Alex Nichols. He's been on the podcast before. He's in his own right, you know, a very accomplished uh, ultra marathoner, ultra runner. What's it like having someone like him doing these crazy, you know, ultras and being having him be your coach and being able to look up to him? Like, sounds like it's been a pretty big impact. Like, I, I don't, I've lost my train of thought. Take us through like the impact it is having Alex the coach. Like a number of my teammates and I have gone to his races and seen him race. And I don't know, there's something I think that's, that's nice to be able to see your coach, I guess, really like undergoing suffering in the same way that you are. Um, you know, he makes us do these workouts. I guess he doesn't make us do these workouts, but we do these workouts, you know, and we work really hard. And then to see him work just as hard as we do, I don't know, it's it, it's a little bit hard to describe, but it, it's kind of a cool feeling. Like we love, the whole team loves watching Alex uh, compete. And I think he's just really inspiring, I think, to a lot of people on the team. I mean, he's he's literally like a pro runner. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's great. We've said the stat on the show before, which I, I think is true, but maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but Colorado College is the only in NCAA division three program at altitude. And so how do you guys, do you feel like that gives you kind of like a mental edge when you head down to sea level to compete against, I mean, like NAU, whenever they show up, everyone's like, Oh, they're cheating. They're training at 7,000 feet. Do you guys feel like you get any of that kind of edge when you see sea level competition? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, we look, I, I said earlier that it's a little frustrating running, you know, racing at least at the start of the season at altitude but it's kind of nice because it's such a big payoff when you get to go to low altitude. Um, even if like, you know, I, I guess even just the feeling of feeling like running faster paces is easier. I don't know that just, there's something about that that's motivating. You just feel, I mean, you feel awesome. You know, you're, you're running these paces that would be, you know, a, a quite a bit harder at altitude. And I don't know, it's really motivating. It, it you just, you just feel good. It's, it's kind of fun. I've always thought Colorado College is a top five destination D3 school to go to, given your location. Like, I'll just going to throw that out there and give my biases away. 
you know, <laughs> especially when you show like your all's Instagrams, the places where you're running, going up these trails, these dirt roads with the mountains behind you, like how awesome is it just to be able to train where, you know, professional athletes are training, like the Olympic training centers there, you know, Noah's not too far away from you in Boulder, but I mean, you guys just get scenic uh, scenery every single run. Like that's going to be pretty nice to run with. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, being able to run and do these, you know, phenomenal, beautiful runs, uh, like from campus, like being able to run in the mountains from campus is obviously great, but you know, if we drive like two hours, we can be, you know, running 14ers. Like I, I remember preseason last year, one of my favorite runs of the year was running Mount Elbert as a team, which was just like a phenomenal, beautiful run. It was just like an amazing time. And it's, it's, I mean, running in Claremont, obviously is really nice. Like I really love it when I run in Claremont, but it's just not the same, you know, like running in Colorado is amazing. Is there like a questionnaire you need to fill out to be like, are you okay with running 14ers in practice? Cause it seems like it takes a special need <laughs> to do that. Yeah. There's definitely um, a cohort of people on the team who is really into just doing uh, ridiculous trail runs like that. Like one of my teammates, Devlin, uh, Devlin Swanson is constantly doing these ridiculous trail runs. Like I think last year with Alex, he did like a 40 mile trail run and he like probably gained like, you know, 15,000 feet of elevation. He does all sorts of crazy stuff and there's various levels of uh, craziness in the trail running that we do here. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think you're right. It does, does kind of take a special breed in some ways. Yeah. Kind of while we're, while we're talking about your team, why don't you give us kind of an overview of the, the group of guys running for Colorado Collips this year? Yeah. So, I mean, there's me uh, and then we have Devlin Swanson, who is like a total character. Um, he's just like a really, he's kind of a silly guy and yeah, he's our mountain runner and he was, you know, really slow in high school, frankly. And now he just runs huge mileage and like have, puts up these crazy times. Um, there's Aiden Cherry, who's another guy who, who didn't begin running until his sophomore year of college. And now he's our third guy in our team and he's, he's putting up some phenomenal times. There's Brett, who is a Colorado native and he's like a phenomenal teammate. Like he's, he's a really great, he's a really great guy. And then um, we've got some, some first years and some sophomores like Huck Whittemore and Will Schuflitz who are doing some big things on the team. Yeah, we, we've got a really great squad this year. A lot of guys making some pretty, pretty phenomenal improvements. From a personal standpoint, you know, you're coming off, as you mentioned, fourth in the 5k, you know, what are your, obviously it seems like the team goal is to get to nationals, but what's your personal goal? I mean, my personal goal, it's, it's tough. It's tough to really, to really say, I mean, I don't really know what my limit is in terms of performance. I thankfully were in a really competitive region. Uh, we're in the West region and I get to race the Pomona guys, the CMS guys, George Fox, Santa Cruz. So, you know, I want to try to be up there with that front pack at regionals. I get to race Augustana, which is another phenomenal course, competitive core or competitive uh, field of athletes there. Get to race the North Central guys who I raced in the 5K track. So, you know, I would like to be up competing with those guys. It's going to be a ton of, I mean, Augustana's going to be a really competitive, really competitive meet. So I'd like to be, you know, towards the front of that meet. And I guess take it from there based on how I do it there in regionals. I, you know, I think the sky's the limit in terms of, in terms of how I could perform at nationals. I, I really don't know what to expect. 
it's definitely going to be an exciting year, especially watching you go head to head against a lot of your close national competition. Uh, James, congratulations on your athlete of the week award. And uh, thanks for sitting down with us for a little while. Yeah. Thank you so much guys. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Welcome back to D3 Glory Days. Another week, another D3 Glory Days runner of the week. And this week we have Olivia Pisicano from RPI on the podcast. Olivia, welcome to D3 Glory Days. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. And congratulations on one of the biggest D3 honors right now in all of Division Three cross country, the D3 Glory Days runner of the week. You know, first reaction, we got the news. I was super excited. I honestly got it from uh, teammates. I was not aware that I had it. And so I got I got a message from a few teammates and a few friends. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. <laughs> I've never gotten that before. <laughs> well, you know, you've had a pretty big improvement in the last season or two. And we're going to kind of dive into that. If you look at your T-Furies, you know, from last year, you're a part of that national team. You know, you had a big jump then into track. And now if you put some context clues together with where you were, you know, in your first opening race, you're just behind an All-American from RPI. You're leading the team. It seems like we're having a breakout season so far. It's only one race, but did you, you kind of feel that breakout coming? Uh, I did, honestly, because it's been, I had a rough patch in the past, my first two years here. First year was COVID and the second year I broke my kneecap. So I was out for the whole year. And then last year, I got uh, almost a full summer of training in, coming back from my injury. And so the last cross season and track seasons were all on just like less than a year of full training. Um, but talking with Coach Langston uh, stuff, it was super exciting at the end of last year and going into track because um, he explained to me, like, imagine, like, you did this off of only a little bit of training. Imagine what can happen with a whole year under your belt. So I think it's a lot of just like accumulation of training, um, which has led me to like have a good start to the season. Um, and I think the positive vibes that have been happening on the team have also really helped with that good, that good start that I had and that the team had. So this is the first time you really feel like you're entering a season with a firm base underneath you. Yeah, I would definitely say that. Um, and that's definitely really exciting and, boosts confidence a bit on the starting line, for sure. How do you kind of manage the expectations of that? Because you know you have a reason to be confident, but you also, you know, kind of don't want to get ahead of yourself. I kind of just try to take it day by day and race by race and know that my teammates are there with me um, because cross country is like so much of a team sport. And so trying to not put expectations on myself, but more of like, the group collectively and so if I'm not really focusing on myself and the expectations that I have to run a fast time or take whatever place it definitely makes me like less nervous and enjoy the process more to just like have fun and beat as many people as I can who are in front of me without really worrying about the time too much. Yeah you had Morgan Lee and Nia Goddard to look up to the last few seasons have they given you any advice inspiration you know as you head into this year they did I got to talk to them a bit and they really just said like just have so much fun and enjoy every little piece of it um because that's Morgan last year would always be like oh how are you having so much like fun how you don't seem that nervous and she's like it's just running like just 
go and run. We practice every single day of the week almost. It's not much different. It's just in a race. So definitely Morgan has helped my mentality of uh, on race day to like stay, keep it calm. And it's really just running. Now that you're kind of the early season performance leader for the team, are you feeling any kind of added weight of being that, you know, go-to person on the team, the kind of team captain, if you will? I don't think so. I don't think I feel more added weight because I have it. Uh, me, Leah Goodlow and Olivia Reed are all uh, the women's captains. And so we kind of like bounce off each other and rely on each other to lead the team, which is nice. And I think, I've had such a good relationship with the girls on the team um, and the new girls on the team. I don't think it's added anything, like any stressors. It's just kind of made me excited for the season and that all of our hard work that we've been doing over the summer and collectively last year has started to pay off a little bit. Yeah, you mentioned kind of injury-free now. What does that summer look like for you, you know, coming into the season? Were you able to get the most mileage you've ever done in a week? Like, we're just consistent. Like, take us through what your summer looked like. Uh, so it started off uh, lower mileage a little bit, um, just continuing my mileage from track. Uh, and Lynch has us on a very, like, progressive schedule. So we started off just, we basically do a lot of base mileage over the summer, um, the first few months. And then around July, you start to get into... Uh, workouts and going quicker and uh, with that I naturally build up mileage a little bit more um, but because of my history of being injury prone I've had I had like two breaks in a year so um, I've been keeping low mileage so right now and in the summer I was running between I started at about 30 miles and I bumped it up to about 35 and I've been going pretty consistent with like 40 to 45 miles a week um, and so I cross train once one day a week, I take one day off and I run five days. So I've been focusing on taking the hard days hard and the easy days really easy to keep my body happy. <laughs> yeah. Along those lines, as you kind of get into this uncharted territory of, you know, stacking seasons on top of each other, what are some things you're doing outside of running to keep your body fresh and try to stay healthy? Uh, outside of running, I do a lot of TC being, so I do a lot of um, taking care of business with rolling and stretching. Um, and I'm always, I eat a lot of food to make sure that I have my calories high. And it's really nice being able to cook for myself in my apartment because uh, I like to cook. So I get to just get all my nutrients in and I don't really take supplements much, but I just try to like load on the spinach and the iron and load up on the like calcium and the broccoli and everything so I try and just get all my nutrients in naturally um and to that that keeps me happy and healthy and then socially to keep myself happy I just we do like a lot of team hangouts and um a lot of my free time is really spent doing schoolwork with friends and uh office hours but um that's my my day today is really just hanging out with friends going to school and doing schoolwork running, cooking, and eating. <laughs> I think it's the first time in the history of this show that somebody has shouted out broccoli. Yeah, it has it has calcium in it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's great. I'm a big broccoli fan. We've just never really gotten a chance to talk about it. <laughs> broccoli needed its time to shine. <laughs> 
Is broccoli TC- is the real athlete of the week here, Stu. Yes. Yeah, maybe I, get on this broccoli I don't train. need it. Every, everybody needs to go home and have some broccoli tonight. Yes. <laughs> All right, Stu, go, go ahead and ask a real question. Well, I'm just, I've never heard of TC Bean before. Is, like, is this like an RPI specific or am I just out of the loop with that, with that phrase? Yeah, it's uh you I know the acronym, you've heard it, right? It's not the I've never heard of the acronym like that. I've you've never heard T C B? It's from the the song Respect, R E S P E C T. Find out what it means to me. R E S P E C T. Take care of T C B. Oh really? yeah, that's what it's from. Oh. oh, see, I don't even know the origin of He's it. He's the oldest guy in the room, so <laughs> <laughs> I know so much more today now. I okay. don't know what I know. I came well, in freshman year and we got told to TCB and it meant take care of business and taking yeah. care of business means doing all the things you need to do to recover, like eat, sleep and roll and stretch. Oh, I like it. But That's I didn't know it was say. from the song. All right. Well, I'll send it an email thread later. We can just edit all this out. No, this is great content. Well, let's go back to you and kind of like where you are now with a runner. You know, you've had a bunch of great PRs this past you know season during track do you, you know, you mentioned all the injury history, but how do you view yourself as a runner? Like, did you expect to run the times you've run so far? Or are you just like doing, like taking it day by day and just like not really caring what the times are and you're just, you know, being yourself? The second option for sure. I'm definitely just going day by day. All of last year was really just like, wow, this is my first whatever. So like my first cross country race, my first, um, leagues race healthy my first nationals and then into track it was like wow I broke my mile PR from like eight years ago wow I didn't think that was gonna happen and then um I ran my first outdoor 5k at uh Bucknell which was super exciting um and so yeah I think more of just the day by day just seeing what I can do at each race and um that's what it's been in the past uh in the future I definitely want to focus on keeping it day by day now that it isn't so brand new to me um and not trying to put an expectation on myself to pr because especially in cross country with the different courses and stuff how do you go through the process of goal setting if that's something you do at all in in a period of kind of rapid improvement when kind of the goalposts are changing at all times uh so for goals we always do team goals collectively and uh, as teammates, uh, as a group in the beginning of the season, we all sat together and we wrote on a piece of paper, a few goals that we each had um, for ourselves just to keep like in our locker. Um, and I usually set it up as like a um, gold or, or a bronze goal to gold goal. So I'll have like some for every race. I have an attainable goal that I can reach um, whether that be smile in the middle of the race or like beat the person that I'm trying to outkick, something like that. And then I go into like the the silver goal is like, you know, reaching for it, but maybe might not happen. And something like that might be PR or uh, take this place, be top, whatever on the team. Uh, and then the gold goals are usually the ones that take a long time the season to reach of picking first in whatever race or making it but finishing high at regionals as a team and individually um and so i think keeping them at different levels where you know i know going into each race i can at least achieve one thing even if it's a really bad race is kind of the mentality i have with um each race and the season 
So you have these like nice frameworks, these nice goals, but do you ever you let yourself dream and get away from those? Or you kind of stay like within the bounds of the goals? I definitely let myself dream, but I don't know if I, I never really write them down or anything. It's more just like, I, I like, I like to let myself dream and be like, wow, I want to be as good as that person one day, or how cool would it be to finish like here in this race or how cool would it be to be like an all American? Um, and so I think those are like the dream goals of that. I think I can attain, but I have to definitely trust myself more, which is what I'm working on. <laughs> I really like the, that idea of starting with like a very basic attainable goal and kind of going, like you said, smile during the middle of the race or whatever, like that, that's such a good feeling. Cause you can ch just check something off without a, yeah. a huge amount of effort. And it kind of puts everything else in a more like attainable context. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with that. I like to have that as well. And smiling does, I think it does improve my race. It's supposed to like relax your muscles in your face, I think, which should make you go faster. But it's more to just say I was able to smile and I had fun. <laughs> People are like, why is she smiling during her race? Everyone else is like suffering and you're just smiling. It's also like a mental game with your competitors too. Yeah, you run by it's like you're out for a jog <laughs> so where All do we see you next what big races are you guys going to be at uh so the next race we have is we're, we're going to bard on saturday um that's kind of more of a hillier cross-country course i believe um and then i know we'll be at geneseo uh which i'm excited for because i've only ever watched races there um, and I know we'll be at the prenats course, uh, in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, which should be pretty exciting. I think the competition is going to be really good. And I've heard that the course is a real cross country course, um, not a golf course. So I think that's going to be super exciting and it's right outside my home city. So I'll be looking forward to seeing like friends that I know there, um, I think that's like the biggest race we'll be going to upcoming because I know we're not doing Paul Short this year, uh, which we have done in the past. And and then we have like leagues and regionals. But I think the main two are Bard and um, Geneseo and then the Prenats. Well, Olivia, our scouts at D3 Glory Days have identified you as a potential breakout star of the year. So we're happy to get you on early in the season. Congratulations on your award. Thanks for joining us. And we're looking forward to watching the rest of your season play out. Thank you so much. I'm super excited. <laughs>